0: Are you ready?
1: A shot of wrestling, episode three thirty-five, and away we go. So oh, take a shot. What is that the message you got?
0: We about to go live, but you're ready to rock. So take a shot. Oh, so take a shot. Oh, yeah. I'm a street breaker. I'm a heartbreaker. This is my dawn. I'm a moan, Brits, a brick band, they took poor, but the sink and the storm is an SOW. Let me hear you make no take a shot. Is that the message you got? We are about to go live, but you're ready
1: to
2: drop, so take a shot.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of A Shot of Wrestling. I'm your host at Muggery Party. Joining me from his cross-country
2: excursion, Mr. Mark Schwann. Mark, how are you doing today? You look nice and golden tanned. <laughs> my man, actually, you know, I feel like the tan's weathering away right now already, but it feels great to be back, dude. It's been, a, what, a month? Well, I lost track, something like that. Damn. How are you doing, man? How's your summer been? Oh, let's not get into that.
1: How's your trip? How, how was your, uh, how was your
2: trips? Jet oh, across the Lord. country? Oh my lord! There, I feel like there's a lot of things I probably shouldn't talk about. I mean, a, a good chunk of this was for a bachelor party, and probably one of the craziest. No, it is definitely the craziest bachelor party that I've ever been a part of. Great time! Glad to be alive still. Everyone's still have they, they have their their joints and limbs intact. Souls might be a little, you know, altered, but we're here. On her way to my best, one of my best friends' wedding, and uh, yeah, dude, nice save. <laughs> and and honestly, I mean, L.A. was a great time too because you know I got to rekindle with some old friends out there in the acting producing world, and you know learned quite a bit, man. It, it was it was a great trip all around. It definitely not my last trip to L.A. We'll definitely be making more in the coming years.
1: Great, good for you. Strike still going on? Any headway yet?
2: Strikes are still going on as we speak. It doesn't seem like any headway is coming. You know, I I, I know the AMTP, They they made an offer to to the Writers Guild, but they're still very far apart. Still very far apart, and we haven't even come to the table yet with SAC. So, okay, what cities? Let it, let people know what you're doing. was it Nashville, right? How? Was yes, Nashville? second time there. Second time there. Oh my lord, dude. I, again, I feel like there's a lot of stuff I shouldn't talk about on the air that happened. How uh, big? But, you how know, big
1: of a difference is going to Nashville with your wife as opposed to a bachelor? <laughs> party? Night and day,
2: night and day. Really? <laughs> I, I am shocked. I, I am shocked at that statement. <laughs> I, you know, and I had a great time both times. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, vastly different. But you know, dude. Nashville, probably one of the most fun cities I've ever been to. That still holds true. Today, probably doubling down on that statement now. Yeah, dude, experience a lot of different bars, different atmosphere, different food. Lots of drinking. Lots of drinking, my man. Nice. Like, I feel like my cheeks are like out to here uh, just because all the carbs and the alcohol just goes right there to my face. I feel like I gained 50 pounds on my face alone. I can see it, yeah. Yeah, I'm very puffy. Yeah, very. More than usual. <laughs> I feel like I just drank for like a month straight. Like every single day. And uh, sadly, I broke my streak. My It was over a decade long where I have not thrown up from drinking. Happened twice wow. in the same day in oh. Los Angeles. Jesus. Yeah. It all caught up to me. Yeah. Yeah. Same day. That's weird. A- yeah. So I uh, went to the Dodgers game. It happened there. And... I you know, I felt better afterwards. I felt like, oh, you know, I could rally. I can come back. Uh, we went to this walk. It was like a, a long walk downhill from Dodger Stadium to this uh, bar called The Short Stop uh, right around there. And I got in there, too. I felt like Bernie's weakened off. I'm like, I'm stumbling. I'm fumbling, bumbling. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm losing steam really fast. I take a, a picture with my boy, Carson. And immediately right after that, I ran right to the bathroom. Uh, and threw up again. Wow. On my sunglasses, no less. So I lost my sunglasses in that battle. I get out of the bathroom stall, and I come face-to-face security guard, and he's like, yeah, you got to go. I'm like, yep, I know. <laughs> wow, you
1: got kicked out of a bar. Interesting.
2: Yeah, less than 10 minutes in the bar, I got kicked out.
1: <laughs> so this is your second pair of sunglasses, too, because Anthony Gangone broke the other pair. This pair's yep. got thrown up all over it. It's just Yeah,
2: no, that was nasty. I don't
1: know. Who who are you?
2: Who am I? I'm falling apart. <laughs>
1: Glad we had some fun. Let's, uh, we're glad we had some laughs to start the show. It's been a month, so let's uh, let's change tone real quick. Mark the big news this week. So there I am, minding my business on my couch. I got a text message from Marcus Schwan. It's a tweet, and it says Triple H on X. I'm like, what kind of Twitter? What kind of Twitter handle is that? So I read the post. I'm like, this has got to be a fake account. So I'm thinking the name is tw- Triple H on X. Totally not thinking. Twitter's name's changed. Totally forgetting about it. But then I read the tweet. Mark, please continue.
2: Yeah, buddy. I mean, I'm just gonna. You, you want me to read the tweet? Is that is that what we yeah, do sure? here? Yeah, why well not? Um. All right. So everybody's ready up here. Now, yeah. Yeah. Triple H on Twitter just received a call from WWE Hall of Famer Mike Rotunda, who informed us of the tragic news that our WWE family member for life, Wyndham Rotunda, also known as Bray White, unexpectedly passed away. Earlier today, our thoughts are with his family, and we ask that everyone respect their privacy at this time. Dude, I was floored. I was floored when I received this. I received this also from a friend of mine that broke the news to me, and I I thought the same, dude. I thought this is not real. This can't be real. Even this morning when I woke up, then the next day I thought maybe it was a dream, you know? Because like you know, I feel like we just read reports that. Bray Wyatt was geared to come back. Yep. Like, reports surfaced that, you know, there were some health complications, scary health complications with him before, and that's why he had the time away. Uh, we come to find out um, he had COVID and exasperated some heart complications that he had, and ultimately he passed away of a heart attack uh, that was reported by Sean Ross Sapp. It really makes you think, man. 36 years old. Like, around the same age as me, man. It, it, it really... It really makes you think. And, you know, I mean, like, you take away the whole wrestling aspect of it. You know, fantastic wrestler, creative genius. I'll go as far as to say that. And just well-loved and respected by his peers and the fans. But as a father, as you like to mimic me say, it really hits hard. I actually teared up, and I might tear up right now talking about it, before thinking, like, what Jojo, his um his partner, is going through with those two girls. And that she has to explain to them that daddy isn't here anymore. That hits hard, dude. That hits really, really hard. Especially like, you know, holding my daughter earlier and being away from my daughter for so long. <sighs> I mean, it's just really no words.
1: Yeah, no words. When I first read it, too, I just didn't really, uh, it's unfathomable. Like I'm sure we're about to get into, too, uh the day before Terry Funk passed away. But that had a different feel to it. The man was in his late 70s, almost 80s. He was suffering from dementia, we find out. That wasn't exactly a tragic case. Sad when everyone passes away. But, you know, the man lived a good, full, successful, uh, successful life. Then he Hell heard, of a life. This hell one. of a
2: life, Terry Funk lives.
1: dude. He's just getting started, man. I think he, I think it's a girl and a boy. I, think, I don't think he has two girls. Think it's a girl and a boy, but uh, either way, still a young kids, single digits, uh, doing what he loves best. Find out it's fucking COVID. Oh, ridiculous, ridiculous. No one should go out like that. And sad, really sad. I mean, we can't put words to it. Really can't.
2: It's... No, not not at all. Yeah. I mean, it's again, we're talking about a human being here, right? I mean, like that, that's, that's what we're talking about. And it's, it's crazy to think, you know, like when you're in your 20s, right? You, you hear 36, or whatever, like, oh my God, that's such, you're an old man at that point. You, you know, like, cause in your 20s, like, you're an asshole. You're, you're you think you're in, invincible. 36, man, it's still a blip in the radar in life. You know, you, you, you still, you still, like, you have so much ahead of you. You know, if anything, you're just starting a new life at that age. And it's, that's why it's just like, it hits so close to home. It's not only was, I mean, it's well documented on the air here. I mean, I've been a huge Bray Wyatt fan. Mm -hmm. Nothing but respect for his work and his craft. But then you just hear all these stories of him as a person. I saw an awesome video from a fan when Bray Wyatt was coming out. There was this little kid there behind the guardrail. And Bray Wyatt was just like, the 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 laugh. Everyone talks about the laugh. That he has, this infectious laugh. And he, he's having a laugh, the smile. He he, he undoes the, the guardrails, goes across, says what's up the kid, learns the kid's name, and even saying goodbye, saying what's up to everyone, taking a picture, taking a video with the kid, as he says goodbye, he remembers the kid's name. You know, he gives him a pound. Like there's little moments like that, there's little things like that. It just shows the character of the person. You know, like I don't think it mattered that someone was videotaping this. Like it seemed like he would have done the same thing whether it was recorded or not.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Still, I still don't think I can really... It hasn't really sunk in yet, either. It's really... Even watching the SmackDown tonight, it was just like, oh, okay. Started to sink in, but then now we're talking about it, I'm like, oh. Doesn't, it doesn't feel real. It still, still, still hasn't sunk in yet, man. It still hasn't sunk in yet.
2: Oh, it just... You, you know, know it's crazy. Watching, watching the SmackDown... Uh, and great job by SmackDown, by the way, but from WWE, um, production-wise, covering this and um, both... Losses here yeah. with Terry Funk and Bray Wyatt, but it was crazy at one point. They were playing snippets of Bray Wyatt's career all throughout, right, mm-hmm. all throughout the show. Yeah. When the, the the Firefly Funhouse came on, like, as it would typically come on, mm-hmm. actually, you know, like right after a segment came on, you, you heard the whole thing. It seems like just a normal segment, and it took me a moments like, mm-hmm. he's not here with us anymore. This is this is old. Yep, you know, it it it, it, it again like like the piggyback of what you say it just didn't. It's not fully registering yet. It's like slowly sinking in, especially like watching that. I felt like I was watching another SmackDown at that point when Firefly Funhouse came on. I was like, okay. Oh, One of the coolest He's things here.
1: about his return after he got released and he came back a year or two ago was the teasers of what's coming up. Like somebody will be in the background. And then all of a sudden, yeah. out, of, out of nowhere, there's a QR code. What's, what is this? You had, had to put the QR code puzzle pieces together. And what happened that these clips were followed, attached to a QR code. You scan the QR code, and you can watch a full-length clip. What an ingenious idea use of technology in modern-day uh, technology. Yeah, you can't do that again. Anytime you use a QR code, it's synonymous with Bray Wyatt now. It's just...
2: I mean, in terms of, in terms of wrestling, yeah, for I sure. I mean, yeah,
1: obviously. It's just... Those clips, man. Sucks. I just...
2: And, and like, yeah, man. I mean, like, I, I think he was, he was just getting started. Awesome. Like now, now, if we want to talk about his wrestling career, like, just again, had miles ahead of him. He, he was—what was, they call him originally when he was Husky Harris? The, Husky Harris.
1: He was a, uh, a Ferrari engine in a tank, or a tank with a Ferrari engine.
2: Tank with a Ferrari engine. did that perfectly applies to him. Yeah. That—that's that, what he was. That's—that's that's what his career was.
1: And I wasn't the biggest uh, character fan of Bray Wyatt. But I love watching because he's very entertaining, very engaging. But uh, good friend Abel, green man, day one fan of Bray Wyatt, Husky Harris even. For some reason, he saw something in Husky Harris. And when Bray Wyatt came out, he just, that was his guy. Yeah. So even to the point where I was, one day I was bored a couple years ago and I was starting to put individual ringtones and text tones to people. And honestly, when I think of Abel, I think of Bray Wyatt. So I put his theme song, as Abel's ringtone. Anytime Abel would call me, I hear, I think of Bray Wyatt. I see here, his theme song. Sometimes they want, they want to pick up, though, and drunk the song too much. <laughs> it
2: tends to happen.
1: But literally, like, I think it's was like two weeks ago, I was thinking about changing it. Because he doesn't use that song anymore. I got to change it now. Let me update it. What, what would I make it? Can't fucking change it now. <laughs> can't change no, it now. No, just, no, the memories can't. are now solidified. too synonymous. It's just, can't change it, man.
2: And, you know, he's had different theme songs to, uh, with the different characters they portrayed, and, like, they were all bangers. His last one they had the last was a one, fucking banger. I, I was watching... WWE
1: put a clip on their Instagrams of how iconic his entrances were. And the last one with the last one. I just totally forgot about that hook of that song. I was like, oh, what an awesome song that was. It still
2: is. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, even, even with, like, the whole teasers and the empty arenas, like, you know, playing um, White Rabbit.
0: Oh, yeah. Like
2: banger music man like he you see all these tweets from all these wrestlers like you know the legends such as like the rock and john cena undertaker he hasn't tweeted anything yet but i'm sure he must be he he must be feeling. randy orton i can imagine what he must be thinking right now um i think his his wife cam released something instagram it sounds like he's pretty torn up yeah obviously
1: yeah i mean how can you not and also, just the, I don't know what I was thinking about, but recently I was thinking about how, you know, news outlets have a bunch of these tribute packages and obituaries in the can for older celebrities. Mm-hmm. So if I was thinking about that for some reason. I forgot who, forgot who it was. And then I just noticed it tonight, how WWE had a tribute package to Terry Funk, like the normal tribute videos, with clips, with the interviews, with the voiceover. But Bray Wyatt just got clips in a song because... There's absolutely no time to put this together. It literally came out of the fucking blue, man. Just like that.
2: It just and dude. Never, by the way, you never fucking know. Home, home run. Oh yeah,
1: by them. They never miss home the run. They're always when it comes to especially with tribute videos. No, yeah. one, no one comes close to those guys. And
2: like I, and I feel like we're we're talking about two lives here. You know, I I feel like Bray Wyatt is dominating the conversation right now, obviously because of like recency bias A, and then B. I think is the the solidness of how it happened. Yeah, so I like, don't you? want to minimize Terry Funk's career and his impact to the sport of wrestling either, though. Like, you know, it, it was sad to hear Terry Funk pass away, but what a fucking life, dude. One of the probably the toughest person yep. to walk through that ring, to be in this business. And also one of the kindest. One of the most giving people to this sport, to this industry. Absolutely. Um. You, know, you hear about Ultimate D, like, it's probably the, one of the best rivalries of all time that doesn't get cut, talked about enough, Terry Funk and Ric Flair. You know, how violent those matches were. It took Ric Flair to another level that people never saw before in, it, during that time frame. Would there be a Foley without Terry Funk? No, there wouldn't be. I was, I was literally about to say, like, you know, the, the the hardcore wrestling, the death matches that people enjoy today, you know, none of that would exist without Terry Funk. So, like, you know, he he's... His legacy is forever stamped in the world of professional wrestling, I think, uh, for all the work that he did. He was ahead of his time.
1: So China passed away, and everyone was sad and upset about that. But then hours later, Prince passed away, and people forgot China China passed. Uh, Right. Farrah Fawcett, Michael Jackson, same day. It's just, we could easily have done the 10-belt salute. You run that tribute video to Terry Funk and moved on. Let's focus on Bray Wyatt. The bigger name, the tragic... By the way...
2: By the way, quick note: hell of a promo by Cody Rhodes, a tribute for Terry Funk.
1: Yeah, they didn't have to do that. So the fact that they kept yeah. that in there was just a beautiful tribute. Well done. It was just a master class of tribute tonight. Was it was beautiful, well done, all beginning to end, handled perfectly.
2: Whew. Yeah, no, absolutely. And uh, speaking of promos that happened in SmackDown, I think you know Ooh. we're getting ahead of ourselves with uh, TV here, but you know it, it's all connected with this. La Knight. Ellie and I, I, I have to yeah. put a spotlight on him for a second because how often do you see this, buddy? Like, when was the last time you've seen it? Like, we've seen it before, but, like, I feel like it's been quite a bit since we've seen it. Like, you know, a wrestler come out there during a a, a, a tragic death, right, of someone that he worked very closely with, cut a promo, talking about his feelings, but yet still being character? <laughs> And then, then go right into his uh, rivalry with The Miz and then end with, like, a nice tribute to Bray Wyatt. Like, that was masterful.
1: Beautifully done. Yeah. It was great. I loved every moment of that. I, I, funny you mentioned I was thinking about that. Oh, no, my, my show list the promo of the year. The way he just weaved in and out of shoot
2: and works. It's just beautiful. Well done. It was beautiful. Yeah, you get that, like, he was, like, speaking from the heart but yet still protecting his character. That's what, yeah. He did it perfectly. And protecting kayfabe, like that was, yeah, th- that was a a masterclass in promo skills right there. Take notes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> and the Miz LA night rivalry is not something I ever thought I would see or want, but damn, this is good stuff. Two of the best guys on the mic talking about it and getting great promos after week in and week out. Well done.
2: No, absolutely. Absolutely. But, you know, we digress here, of course. But right. uh, buddy, to to be an homage to to these two wrestlers, I mean, l- l- let's talk a little bit about the impact. We talked about the impact of, of Terry Funk in his career uh, in wrestling. Obvious, right? Mm-hmm. You know, Bray Wyatt, though. I mean, obviously not as long as a career as Terry Funk, but I still feel like the dude has left his mark in wrestling. What do you think?
1: Well, how can you argue that? Yeah, you, you, people... Russell's look at people and try to influence take from here, take from there. But when it comes to entrances, Bray Wyatt has up there, right? So like you're talking about the songs and the entrances, the, the slow walk to the ring, having those two lackeys behind them. Then you have the the character work, the development, the promos, the, they, they, they aired tonight, the original Wyatt family clip, the way it was edited, the editing done, the storytelling done. It was just, then you want to the fiend, the, Firefly Funhouse, the way he just was able to artistically put things together, build his character, tell a story outside the ring. It was just people will take that and try to build on that in tribute to him. It was just his character work. His mind for this business was second to none.
2: He, he did things that were not the norm. You know, he, he I feel like he broke barriers to show like, you know, that there could be a different side of wrestling. Alexa Bliss, I should talk about this best, I think, uh, during um, on social media. Uh during her I don't want to say tribute, but like, you know, talking about her feelings about Bray Wyatt and what he meant to her. And and she's hit spot on. I mean, like, I can't think of anyone else that did what Bray Wyatt has done before. I'm like, yeah, of course. I mean, there were dark characters like The Undertaker, the you know, Abyss, Kane, but nothing quite like this. You know, like this this was out there. Like they even like look at the Firefly Funhouse match that he had with John Cena. That was out there. Mhm. But yet, we, we all remember that. How
1: can't, you not? yeah. In a great
2: way. Like I think we were all we all felt like <laughs> um Titus O'Neil his reaction after that match. Oh, yeah. GIF it was a like, GIF. Yeah, it it was it was like a an A twenty four film that I saw. It, it was it was an art house film that I thoroughly enjoyed. That like the cinematic matches, man. A lot of it could be attributed to him, Taker, but like he brought he put his own stamp on everything. Hey, just he about- wasn't afraid to take chances.
1: He talked about the like the dark fiend character, how it was dark and intense and scary. So was Kane, right? Kane was a dark, scary monster. Undertaker was a dark, scary monster at first, but that's what they were. Then you see his, him flip it into this Firefly Funhouse. I always refer to it as like a P.B. Herman character. The way he was able to play both sides of those coins in the same character. At the same time. Yeah. And tell the same story. It was be, never be another Bray Wyatt. I, I, was, no. I feel like there's so much coming. We're going to miss out because what the plans were with the, the Wyatt family coming about with Uncle
2: Howdy and different characters. They had a plan in place. Oh, totally. It it was they definitely had a long-term vision for it and unfortunately we we're not going to see that. No. But, you know, what I hope with Bray Wyatt's stamp is is creativity. For for wrestlers not afraid to take chances to to take risks here with your character, protect it. And um and yeah, just just the, the there, it doesn't necessarily have to be cookie-cutter wrestling, right? Mm-hmm. It could evolve to different things. Your imagination can run can run wild. If you can articulate correctly, if you can envision it and put it into action, obviously anything can happen.
1: That's what people calling for him to be the headliner of the Hall of Fame this this year, next year. I was wondering. I, I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, what they did with Eddie Guerrero seemed perfectly timed. Do you think he should headline the Hall of Fame? Do you now let let us, or maybe let, let us suggest it a little bit?
2: I mean, the Hall of Fame is not for months away. You know, we're oh, not even in September point, yeah. yet. You know, like, so by the time we, we we digest it, probably quite a bit. I mean, time runs fast here in, in life in general. Um, but by then, like, you know, honestly, I think it will be well-deserved. Honestly. I mean, you talk about it all the time, buddy. I mean, they are running out of spots for the Hall of Fame. I mean, like, honestly, Bray Wyatt has had a Hall of Fame historic career. In such a short time, it, it, it's not. It's not like, uh, oh, here you go. It, it, yes, no, here you go. You deserve this well, to celebrate to life. Well said. Thank you, thank you, buddy.
1: I feel like we could talk all night about this.
2: Oh, but totally, totally, man.
1: There's so many thoughts running through my head that like uh, I can't really fully process yet. Can't really put it into words. That's why we're having these long pauses. Which will
2: hopefully edit out. <laughs> I can't necessarily edit out on a video. <laughs> but <laughs> um, hey, listen, man. Silver Lining, though. I mean, Bray Wyatt and Brody Lee, they're reunited. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm sure they're having lots of laughs together in the afterlife right now.
1: How about Eric Redbeard or Rowan? Rowan. Front and center at Brody's memorial. Front and center now at Bray Wyatt's memorial. That'd yeah, be tough for him, man, too, losing two of his closest friends too. We've... Yeah, we lost, yeah, we tough lost Bray Wyatt. We lost Bray Wyatt. But these guys lost Wyndham Martunda, a friend, a brother. It's Absolutely They're they're Absolutely. their losses on a whole different level.
2: And and you know, like all all of wrestling is affected by this. You know, like it doesn't matter what promotion that you wrestle for or what you're affiliated with, like, you know, Impact had a had a nice thing on, on Thursday night. You know, I have respect to Wyndham Martunda, like they said they're not going to be live tweeting throughout the show. Hmm. You know, Bray White never stepped foot in Impact. You didn't have to do that, but it's the it was the right move because was it wrestling? wrestling's is a different beast. You know, it, it, it's it's a small world. You know, the, the wrestlers they all know each other. They all, or they're all at the very least aware of each other, even on the indie level. Like it, it's. When one when we lose one, we all feel it. Yep, especially when it's someone as good as him. We'll leave it there. Let's move on and see what was somehow
1: trending in the world of TV.
2: It's
0: time for this week's TV takedown.
2: Mark, what was trending this week? All right, buddy. Let's start with Monday Night Raw. So Shinsuke Nakamura, that promo I think we can all agree was probably his best promo that oh, he's yeah. ever done. One of my favorites with, against yeah. Seth Rollins. Russell Ops at Russell Ops shares this: Shinsuke Nakamura knows about and is focusing on exploiting Seth Rollins' back injury that he's been suffering since 2019 at Payback. That was what got Seth to react in such a way last week when Nakamura whispered to it, uh, whispered it to him. Excuse me, I haven't done this in a bit. This ruled. Buddy, um, was not really aware of how bad this injury was with Seth Rollins uh, this, this for four years over four years confirmed by Seth Rollins is this it? Is, uh, is is Seth Rollins going to drop the belt to Shinsuke Nakamura payback you think? I don't think so because I feel like this is building up to the obvious of him dropping the belt because his back is too
1: hurt but also he could play off to how he's overcoming the odds overcoming a back injury because he's that big of a champion so I think he'll retain here
2: this is real, right? Like this whole back injury—is is it? I confirm to be real.
1: I don't know. I would assume it is. I heard he has injuries. He is banged up. He has—he has—he
2: has injuries. But, is but it, like, is it really? Is it? Are they just like exaggerating this for the story, or is it really that bad? Do you want to know? Or are you enjoying this? I—I I kind of do want to know, actually. Like, like. I do enjoy Seth Rollins' work as a, as, as a competitor. Uh, our friend Darius Carter, I think, doesn't necessarily enjoy this t- this title reign that Seth Rollins is having, um, as he stated on Twitter quite a few times. But I, I don't necessarily want to see Seth Rollins on the shelf. But like you know, if if that's the case, then like the dude should definitely get this taken care of so he can enjoy, you know, a a longer career, you know, and enjoy time with his daughter as well. But if he were to lose it, if he were to drop it because he does have a movie coming up. Does he not? It's in the can, but yeah, that, Captain America or winter or something. Not that it matters right now cuz they're on strike anyway, so they, mm-hmm. that doesn't matter. But does it not you know, if, if he, he does can't have talk to- about it. Both. Okay. <laughs> both, for real though, both. Um but if he were to drop it, why not Shinsuke, though? I, I think Shinsuke, like he's on the rise. He has a short window as far as how much longer he can go here, I think. And quite frankly, I mean, the dude hasn't won a major championship here. I think now would be the time to make up for like, the, the flounder when he won the Royal Rumble, when most people thought he should have won that. People always say that if you're not good on the mic, it's hard to get
1: over. And his promos, since he's not, his English is not his first language, sometimes can be rough. They get the message across. But sometimes can be rough. I think that's why I loved this last promo, because it wasn't him trying to speak English. It was him in his natural tongue, and he felt the emotions come out more, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I'd rather him, to, if he does win, keep doing that. I, I'll read subtitles. I just feel like him speaking his natural tongue just hit some reason, hit better, hit stronger impact than him trying to struggle with English. So if he does win, I don't have a problem with that either. I think this is a perfect time for him to win. But I don't think he will win.
2: I think, you know, the thing is with that, and I, and I was agreeing, then I think about it a little bit more. Eventually, at some point, he's going to have to cut a promo live on a mic.
1: Oh, yeah, of course, yeah.
2: You know, then do they give him a mouthpiece? Did they give him Paul Heyman? Did they give him someone else? Like, Mark different things to think about. <laughs> could be. Could be. But, you know, Shinsuke Nakamura, I mean, obviously his body of work, I think it definitely is deserving of a championship for sure. And honestly, I mean, this is gonna be a great match to payback. I think yeah. we're all we could all agree on that. Like these two have they have they wrestled one on one before? I don't think so, right? None come to mind. I mean, they might have, I none comes come the, to mind. Doesn't come to mind, but not not to this scale. Not at the level, no. At the very least. No. No, so I think it's going to be enjoyable. As you said, like, you know, do you really want to know or do you just want to enjoy it? Uh I do want to know, but I am going to enjoy this matchup. And uh my money's on Shinsuke for this. Moving on, putty. Going on to NXT. So Tiffany Stratton, she had a promo that caught the buzz of Twitter because it also caught the buzz of Becky Lynch because she mentioned about how she... Would be a better NXT champion. She's a better NXT champion than Becky Lynch. Apparently Becky Lynch has never become NXT Women's Champion. Wrestling World CC at Wrestling WCC. Becky Lynch responds to Tiffany Stratton. And her response is, I haven't been NXT Women's Champion. Dot, dot, dot. Yet. Do you think Becky still has a shot of capturing the NXT Women's title? Buddy, your thoughts? I don't see it happening. I think this was a goof. An error. Uh, I forget the word I'm looking for. A mistake on Tiffany Stratton's part. Is it, though? Because those promos are scripted still. They, they don't necessarily have to leave a way to just shoot with their shot or whatever. No, not like to, someone, well, some somebody had to approve that. Maybe, now that I'm thinking of it from that angle. Because then
1: they cleared it up backstage. Mackenzie Mitchell said, you know, by the way, she wasn't really champion. Because they had addressed the trolls attacking her on Twitter. So, it, I still don't see Becky Lynch coming to NXT.
2: Why? Just you just don't see it, or you, I is see it. it
1: beneath her? No, it's not beneath her. It's just I just don't see it happening. I, I can't explain. So it. I just can't explain it. I just don't see. As someone who watches NXT week in and week out, I just don't see her
2: appearing on that show. I don't think we ever saw Charlotte Flair going down to NXT to challenge for the NXT Women's Championship. But yes, yeah, she did. That happened, right? But, like, you know, there, there's more of this going on right now. You have Rhea Ripley. You have uh, Dominic, uh, Dominic Mysterio going down there. You have Baron Corbin going down there. You, you know, you try and bring more eyes to NXT. Who better than the man? Who better than Becky Lynch, formerly known as Becky Two Belts, to win a championship that she has never won? It seems like she would want it. Possible. Now they- is it something that's going to happen? I mean, it seems like it seems like the fans are getting tired of the Becky Lynch Trish Stratus storyline here for whatever reason. Yeah, why? Um, I, I I don't know why. I I don't get it personally, but it seems like they're getting tired of it. So they have to start thinking about well, what's next, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I I think Becky Lynch going down to NXT would be phenomenal for the brand of NXT for for sure. You mean tell me no one's going to watch that? It would be great for Tiffany Stratton, absolutely, for her to learn off. Probably one of the greats, right? She's going to go down as one of the greats for sure. The first woman to ever main event at WrestleMania. I mean, right there, that puts her in a Mount Rushmore of Women the Wrestlers, I think. So, Becky Lynch, it would be great for her because she wins a championship that she's never won, that she felt like she probably should have won. And it goes full circle because it sounds like Becky Lynch in past interviews sounds like she's thinking about life after wrestling. So it's a given; she'll win. I think she would. Okay. I think she would because then, because then, what she could do is that also that's again great for NXT. More eyes in NXT, and then it gives credit to whoever it was the one that beat Becky Lynch for that championship. It, it raises them up another level. Whether it's Cora Jade, whether it's Roxanne, whether it's Tiffany Stratton, you know, w- whether it's insert woman wrestler here. Right now on that brand it's rising up. All right. Could they go with the Dolph Ziggler route where she wins but Tiffany wins it right back? I don't think you can do that with Becky Lynch though. No 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 disrespect to Dolph Ziggler, but Becky Lynch is a different level. And, and so I, I think when she loses that belt, it has to really mean something. You know, kinda like you know, with with, with who does Charlotte lose to? Ray Ripley, right? I think so. I think so. Yes. Right after so, like a, like a month later, two months later. <laughs> right. So, I mean, that elevated Ray Ripley. But moving on here, putty, going to AEW. So, All In already happened. Oh, that's right? right, Yeah. Great show. Yeah. Great show. Awesome show. This is pre recorded. So, we missed remember that. Remember that thing? Oh, wait. now you just spoiled it. Come on. We're going to play along. Yeah. So, lots of things from Dynamite that we talked about. It's all about All In. And unfortunately, you know, this is pre-recorded on Friday. <laughs> but there's one thing that caught my eye can Edge there, man. You know, wow. Yeah, that's insane. That did not happen. <laughs> Billy Gunn made his return at Dynamite to a huge pop. Huge pop. Huge reaction on Twitter, or X's, some people call it. Dreammaker at Dreambenager. The what? Sure, Drain Bemaker.
1: Oh, okay. Jesus.
2: <laughs> Watch your tone there. Come on. I I don't know what this handle is. He paid eight bucks for it, but anyway, it's absolutely Drain. fucking crazy. <laughs> We're a brand. I don't know who. all right. Let's see what Drain Bringer is. Drain he's a Make- wrestling fan. Drain Maker. Oh, he's hey, Drain, Drain Maker. Yeah, but look at his handle though. At Drain Bemager. Please stop saying that word. <laughs> I, 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 I'm just reading it.
1: I mean, yeah, That is weird, no, right? Not
2: yeah. <laughs> Anywho. Uh, it's absolutely fucking crazy how a 59... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Put it together, man. Come on. Uh, I know. <laughs> all right, Train. It's absolutely fucking crazy how a 59-year-old Billy Gunn is one of the most over people in wrestling today in 2023. Putty, would you agree with this statement? Is Billy Gunn... The most over person wrestling today right now, well he said one of you're you're saying most is he the most
1: over no he's not one of is he one of he's in the up there. I think he got the huge pop because it was a surprise. many people weren't sure is he really retiring? is he really what's going on to see him come back and not retire to come back in the match to save his boys in that promo he cut it was a surprise he' get too many surprises nowadays I so think that huge pop is part of that. And uh, everyone's loving that scissoring thing, scissoring daddy ass thing. That helped got him over, get him over. So, yeah, he's on, he's high on that list. He's not number one. Who is number one? Right now. Ooh, tough one. Would
2: you say Seth
1: Rollins?
2: I would say no. I would say LA Knight. That's close. Most Or, like, right now, in this moment. Like, yeah. I'm not talking about like last month or a couple weeks. I'm talking, about like, now. The most over person now. I mean, yes, you have to put Billy Gunn up there because, like, you know, consistently within, like, the last reign of, uh, last run of his career, yeah, you know, scissor me daddy. It always gets a pop. Yeah, his return. I was surprised. Were you surprised, by the way?
1: Um yeah, I didn't see it coming t- that night, you know.
2: No, I You could, you could have it out
1: a little bit longer, but then I guess now they're doing a match at all in out. It's uh, it's fine. And what a great match that was. Can't believe Road Dog came down to make the save.
2: Oof. That, 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 did not, that did not happen. That's, okay. that's definitely not happening. Okay. I'd be shocked if that happened. Not, I thought like he's still on your contract WWE, right? He's not WWE. Yeah. Dog? He's fine. yeah. yeah.
1: See, what I'm, doing, what I'm doing here, I'm playing a game with the audience listening. Yeah, you, uh, making, yeah, yeah it you're playing like a I've game. Right? It. I mean, what? I'm making it up like I've seen it, but you said like, it's pre recorded. Yeah, but they're so like trying to make they, stupid they,
2: predictions. Yeah, they, they they know they know you're wrong.
1: Yeah, because I'm supposed to be wrong. I'm making stupid predictions
2: Okay, that right. not,
1: are not going to come true. That's why they're stupid. I feel
2: like you're treating our audience like they're fucking idiots. Like no, are not
1: trying to make me seem like an idiot. <laughs> by trying to guess things that are never going to happen.
2: But you are an idiot. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I miss you, buddy. <laughs> but no, Billy Gunn, 59 years old, man, doing his thing still. It looks great. Like, he looks like he kicked both our ass at the same time. Are you upset I called you an idiot? Are you not talking to me right now. I'm sorry. That's so tough. <laughs> Damn, you are stubborn. <laughs> I've had a rough
1: couple of weeks. Thank you. I'm sorry. You're not.
2: No, I am sorry.
1: Yeah, Billy Gunman. Good for him. He deserves it. Embrace it and ride this train as long as you can. That's all. So, is true. this it? Is, is it one and done? Hmm. No, is it for the belts? Of course it's for the belts because they won. It, it is for the belts. I think they have to win here. I don't want to go too much into it because it happened already, but if, I think they win and go on a Breathe Little Totter one. Interesting.
2: Because it it, the way Billy Gunn was talking in that promo, it like, did sound like it was like a one-shot thing. It sounds like it, yes.
1: But then I don't think they can lose again to these guys.
2: Right. Now, now, we're, now we're talking about something that already happened. Then what's, the, sure. what's
1: the point of retiring, then? Uh, taking your boots off if you're going to just lose again. But whatever.
2: Mm. Redemption? I don't know. But, hey, man. Kudos to Billy Gunn. One of the most over-wrestlers today. I think number one it has to be L.A. Knight. Yeah! Um, but no, Billy Gunn. This is, is recorded, right? Up there. Yeah. What were you doing just now? Can you do that I don't then? know. I'm do <laughs> like leading a band. <laughs> 76
1: trombones. <lit>, like, <laughs> point, point, point. It's not that hard. I don't know what you're doing here. Are you still drunk? I don't so know what I'm doing either. Night? Yeah?
2: Maybe. That's. <laughs> <sighs> well. That's a wrap. That's a rat for me. It's my bedtime.
1: <laughs> All right, Sleeping Beauty, before
2: your carriage and to pumpkin. What are your go home thoughts? Oh, party man! Fancy football. My league is drafting this coming week. I am excited for it, my man. Which team? I'm name? The reigning champion, Schwann Nation. That's stupid. It's not stupid. I'm a six time fancy football champion, and uh, I'm gearing up for my seventh time, man. I'm excited. I'm keeping Jamar Chase for nineteen dollars. So already, I'm off to a, I'm off to the races here. That's
1: stupid. Was it, it stupid? stupid? $19 for Jamar Chase? Stupid.
2: Let's That's you, stupid they, low. Let's see you coming. Jamar Chase would go for like 50 bucks for sure. Okay.
1: Congratulations. Good luck.
2: Oh, thank you. I don't need the luck. I'm, it's all skill, baby. And I'm damn good at what I do. Is it? I mean, there's skill involved. Oh, God. Are you one of those people that thinks fantasy football is all luck? Um, I never really thought about it, but I never really
1: consider it a skill.
2: There's skill involved you have to know football you have to know strategy you have to there's there's a lot of skill involved in fantasy football like, yes there's some luck of course okay knowing them knowing the matchups what? knowing knowing who to take especially for auction drafts it's what? like knowing like you know what oh my god, you really don't care do you
1: no it's just fun to watch you nerd out hardcore. Yes, I can get uh, Jamar Jackson for like two dollars on the old. Jamar market.
2: Chase, Jamar Chase. Get get the name right. Who respecting the man's name? So Lamar Jackson's not a name. You said Jamar Jackson. Did I? You did. Okay,
1: I'm thinking Lamar Jackson on the top of my head because you know he has the same height and built as the former president of the United States. <laughs> Some great memes. Out there.
2: It's weird how they look. Di- it's weird how they look different.
1: You guys are you guys are great. Some some really talented people out there. These memes and uh, oh my god, That's fantastic. I don't get too much into politics because it's a it's a dangerous slippery slope. I don't want to fucking waste my time in that toxic pool. But I saw somebody selling a shirt with the president's mugshot on it, saying "Never Surrender." Mm. Yep. Well, he took that picture because yeah. he surrendered. Oh, so, <laughs> that make any fucking sense.
2: You know that mugshot's going to go around like Frank Sinatra's mugshot, right? Like, you awesome. know, people are going to be making merch off this. Like, dude, honestly, I, I think I, maybe I shouldn't go off on politics about this, but my prediction is because of that mugshot, that guaranteed his presidency in 2024. My personal prediction. Hope not. Hope you're wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong too, but I, my fingers on a pulse in Twitter, man. <laughs> like, it was weird because
1: they uh, love him. I don't too to in the weeds here, but now Georgia is releasing mugshots for all 19 people. Which they shouldn't have done honestly. They shouldn't have done that. So it was when I heard he was going to the facility, I see somebody post his mugshot, but he's wearing a different suit and tie. So they just transposed that little white watermark onto a picture of him, and that was already going around. So people are just obsessed about this picture. But all right, he surrendered. Don't don't put it on t-shirts that said, never surrender. Let's just
2: grinds my gears. Anyway, I am yeah, there for- was a lot. Of, there were a lot of fakes going around, but the, I saw the real one. I don't know. Man. I feel like I do know, and it just bums me out. Like, really? <laughs> here we go again.
1: Well, I thought you were bummed out because all of the, the massive stars from the XFL that signed to the NFL. What a great breeding ground that XFL has turned out to be. Good luck to all those men in the upcoming months. Uh, can't wait for footballs finally here, man. Can't wait. Hope the Dolphins do well. So what do
2: you think? You think the Dolphins are gonna get Jonathan Taylor? Hmm. No, I'm not gonna get my hopes up. We're good enough. If it comes, great. I mean, you got you guys don't have a running game. Your running backs are injured. <sighs> we don't need one, bro. Tua we don't need one. Tua Tua is like a breath away from like losing his career. You're one of those people, huh? Okay. Oh, so he learned how to fall. Wow. Great.
1: What, wow, what the way you see the way you just said that? You're a dick. <laughs> like you want him to get hurt. No, I don't want him to get no, hurt. But do. like, how can?
2: No, no you do. I, 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 yeah. I, ne- I have yes. never hoped. Yeah, I have you never just hoped for you anyone to get hurt.
1: In your tone, your tone and inflection said that. If you, if anybody's listening to my voice, I know Mark can't talk about this, so I'm going to talk about it. Need a new TV show to watch? Check out Jury Duty on Amazon. Oh, what a great show that was. Mark, you have any thoughts on this? You see, yeah, you don't see that you're talking. Why is your mouth pursed? But anyway, I just love that show. Check it out. Jury Duty. Fell in love with it. All right, Mark. I'm not here the next two weeks. I have my annual two-week vacation. I'm going to get the fucking out of here. I need to get away for a couple of days. A lot of shit going on. So I'm going to decompress. Mark, I'm going to hand the reins over to you. Good luck. Hope you do a good job. I know you will. Make me
2: proud. Cool. Yeah, no. I'll be here. Uh, wow. I don't know who my guest host is. I just be, said that but... I know you're going to do well, and you're like, blowing me off no well i've it's not like my first time ever hosting the show i've oh, done it before third three times Did a handful of times okay. i've done it before i've carried the reins before i got this Okay, great. i got this great I got, I got control of the ship she'll be just yeah. fine baby she'll just she'll be just fine and she'll be like good as new by the time you take over again In like another month and a half going at our
1: rate
2: our summer is gone Hey, now, listen, now, that, that was that was a weird case, man. I How often do I go away for three weeks in a row? Mm-hmm. I don't know. And I was going to do two of those things, but shit happened, so I couldn't do those.
1: So here we are. But anyway, now we're just rambling on. Where can people find you on social media?
2: You can go to my website, yourfavoriteactor.com. com. goes right to me, and you can see all my stuff on there. And my cool my social media links, and you can also find stuff about Shot of Wrestling. You can find our interviews, you can find our shows, and yeah. In the meantime, like and subscribe to us. Let us know how we're doing. Follow us in all forms of social media at Shot of Wrestling all across the board. Putty, what about you, my man? So is it X, or is, I heard it was just a logo was changed. It, now I'm people. It's a, it, yeah, all right. So if you wanna. It, if you want to follow what Elon Musk is doing, yes, it is called X officially, according to him. But oh, we're right all still calling it Twitter. So am I tweeting? Yes. Sure, you're tweeting. What
1: am I what is the act of me posting on X called? Technically it's posting. So lame. It um, is so lame. Thank you. Th- right? Should call it the Schwan Nation. Anyway, four my esteemed colleague, Marcus Davenport-Schwan III, I've been your host at Mugget Party. Until next time, party out.
0: How do you think people will regard this very unique time in wrestling history? That's an interesting question, man. I think people, there's, there's, there's some people that, that like new concepts and, and people that take risks and things, and then there's people that don't just because they don't. You know, It's a sport to some, and it's a show to others. But I think the beautiful thing about wrestling this industry is that there's something for everyone. And I've always kind of prided myself on the fact that, you know, I'd I'd be willing to take risks and do things that no one's ever done. Because if in my opinion, if you're not willing to do that, then what are you doing here? You know, it's it's about kind of leaving a legacy for me. And I would do pretty much anything, especially if no one's ever done it before, because I know that people would notice it. And it's fun for me. <laughs>
1: And our final question, right over here. Hi, Bray Joel Uh, Torres from Contralona, Puerto Rico. I just wanted to ask you about that great moment you had with The Undertaker last Monday on Raw. I'm not going to ask you about the what did he tell you, but how? (laughs) (laughs) So, how important was that moment not only for your career but for your life?
0: I'm not even worried about it as my career. You know, it's like. It's it was so important that everyone knows it's important. You know what I mean? Like like it was not it's the kind of thing that only I get to have, you know? It's something for me, it's something for my my children to see down the line, you know. And it's it's just like a gratification, you know. Something uh all your, your hard work and all the years you've been kind of compared to him, even though you didn't ask for it. You know, I think everyone in the world finally understands that I'm never going to be him. I never tried to be him. Why would anyone be him? He's the only undertaker, you know, but him kind of, and it's not even only that moment, you know, that's, that's a beautiful moment, but just him, just being him and kind of just, you know, confiding in me, telling me things, helping me along the way. It's always been that way. Just that was the first public moment of it. So it's, it's a powerful moment, man. And whether it, However it lives on in wrestling history, I don't care, because it was for me, you know, my opinion. So, yeah, man, it was powerful. Well, Bray, I think there's no doubt there'll be more powerful moments in store for you for the duration of your career. And on that note, congratulations on your win tonight. Please enjoy it. It's good it. to be back, y'all, man. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you,